Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 469 for the week of July 14, 2018. It's still 18. Far as I know. You've been watching too much Doctor Who. Yeah, I don't know what year it is. 1973. 19... Are you wibbly wobbly, timey wimey? I think Nobody he said is. said that phrase. Not what? In... We're watching classic Who, so no one has said Peter that Peter Davison phrase. Who and Tom Baker Who is what we were watching Ooh. the last couple weeks. And I still don't know if I like them or not. Because <laughs> we kind of watch like the chopped up version because there are some episodes that they can't air. This is the thing on Twitch. Um, the Twitch presents Doc Classic Who thing. That, but, uh, uh-oh. I just got a picture of something. Alrighty. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, it was tied into our pre-show conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about that picture. <laughs> nope. Let's talk about Doctor Who instead. <laughs> that is that is some unfortunate cropping, isn't it? This is why you have a layout editor. Anna, mm-hmm. um, do you like Peter Davison Who? Um, No, I like four and six better than I like five. Okay. Well... We just saw the regeneration from five to six. I know. I'm looking forward to oh, it. Okay. We're gonna have to watch this. All next right. Do you week. like? Do you prefer Tegan or Perry? Um, kind of six of one, half dozen of the How other. How about Adric? I like Adric. Okay. How about um Torgal? Turgal? I don't know what's Teagal. The other one, the the redhead, who who's eh. literally lying every chance. He has. <laughs> the prison brat. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. That's our Who uh, commentary for the week. I, I am a filthy Who casual and that I am tenant for life. Mm, that works. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, and I my husband so is one of the weirdos that uh, likes Christopher Eccleston above me all else. Me too. I love him. I mean, he's uh, not my favorite favorite, but he's but like not like Cifaldi or Cifaldi, the current one. I haven't seen any recent. of his stuff. He I'm, hated Peter Cifaldi. Isn't the um, new one a girl? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm I'm tempted to like so I got stuck in Matt Smith because that's where I stopped. Um. So I'm I'm deciding whether it's worth I, just. I don't jumping. know when you would watch it all because you refuse to watch TV with me because you're playing your game. Oh, do you want to like marathon Doctor Who? I can't. Oh no no no! If you want a marathon Doctor Who, let's do it. But then, when will you play your game? During the day. <laughs> what do you do during? Then when will you do work? <laughs> during the day. Okay. I don't know how you. I don't know how my wife functions. And what have you been playing? Um, I finished. Can I have my here. donuts? No. I want my donuts. No. She has my donuts. Mm-mm. This is your this is your punishment. Mm. I finished Odin's Fear. Oh, so Yay. good. Odin's Fear lifts your shutter. I platinumed it, in fact. Good for so you. Good. Was it very easy to platinum? Yes. I used a guide, but yes, it was very easy. It, I, I like it when a game's trophies just kind of can naturally happen throughout the course of the game so that maybe you have to beat like one super boss or something to so, get the platinum and you're good. There were like three things that I needed to look up, which was um, I had to I needed help to find a couple of the hidden 
um, skills. Because the in-game tips are good for like 98% of them. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of them, I was like, I, I'm not really sure where they're going with this. So I had to look them up. I think I looked up three or four total. Across like all five characters. Um, and then I had to look up how to get the complete ending. Because it was like, um, do everything perfectly and then do everything horribly wrong. And then do three these three people and reset. And then do the, the, these three people and then reset. And then you're good. Uh, no, nope. my donuts. Nope. Get back there. You've been banned from the donuts. Is there some serious donut wars going on? Yes. But we will not discuss the donut wars on the podcast. I, Anyways. Okay. Um, And then, yeah, uh, one of the hidden things was like, eat everything. Um, And I looked it up and I was like, do I have to do this on one character? Or can I do it like across all of my characters? And yeah, you can do it across all of your characters. Um, so, so I. So is the food gorgeous and tasty looking? Just like it, it was in Muramasa? It is. They yes. obviously have a thing for tasty looking food. They do. So um, basically I slapped. I, I found all of the recipes on my own. Um, so what I did is I slapped all the recipes into a spreadsheet and then I went onto a character and, um, figured out what they had eaten and just ate the last few things that I hadn't eaten and farmed up the materials for it. I had to look up how to find one material, which was stupidly easy. I needed a rotten fruit and it was like, how do you make a rotten fruit? And it was like, leave it on the tree until it rots. And it was like, oh, that's shockingly easy. (laughs) So that was really fun. Um, the only thing that was hard, and I'm going to air quote hard, is there's a like a nonstop boss rush that you have to do. And it's hard only because by the time I was done beating like 30 bosses in a row, my hand was numb. Mm. <sighs> uh, but I mean, it's the Vita. I, I could have just turned it off and came back to it if I really wanted to. But yeah, I loved that game. That was fantastic. Um, yep. So took me 35 hours to platinum the game. It was the 20th game that I beat this year. And then I jumped into Shining Resonance Refrain, which, Kelly, you're also playing. Yes, I am. So you're less far than me, so I'm going to let you say your impressions first. Yeah, because I, I literally just unlocked side quests. I spent, like, last night just running around killing stuff for side quests and that. And this this is probably going to be one of those games where I don't go crazy doing side quests because really all you get is, like, item rewards and uh, you don't really get any experience from it, which I, I find side quests where you get experience much more beneficial, but we'll, we'll see. Um I am I am enjoying the game so far. I really, really like the battle system. I, I mean, th- this might cause some controversy, but I think the battle system is better than some modern Tales games. It's uh, really easy to just just pick up and play and beat up monsters, and you don't have to worry about. I mean, I mean, there's combos and stuff, but you don't have to worry about like having to combo into other things and. You can um, spam attacks, and you re- you recharge your MP when you attack stuff. Um, I'm just really having fun with the battle system. 
um, the story hasn't quite grabbed me yet, but I'm still like running around in the opening town area. So I'm I'm sure it's going to pick up at some point. I mean, I, I literally just started the game, so I'm not very, very far at all. So I'm in chapter five, and I have mixed feelings about the game. So Alex told me that it was a very generic... Um, jrpg he's totally right about that yeah Um, i can see that i do like the combat system did you not play the demo i did i do like the combat system it's it's probably my favorite thing about the game so far um the localization is super good super super good i all of the interactions between the characters are really funny very witty like tugging on all the heartstrings feels when in all the right places like fantastic in like in places that it could be really awkward or like really gross they have done a really good job reeling it in um you know appropriate where it needs to be appropriate um yeah just really super well done so this um, and, really is just kind of going for that Tales vibe, even in that sense, too. Huh? So, and this is actually yeah. something that I was talking about with Kelly. So I'm going to I'm gonna complain a little more. The pacing of the okay. game is garbage. <laughs> and like... Too, is it too slow or... Yeah, like the town is like 25% too big. Yeah. Okay, did, did you forget that you have a dash button? Because I forgot at some point that there was a dash button. I do remember sometimes that there's a dash button. It did sort of throw me for a loop for a while that the um, tutorial instructions that they give you at the beginning of the game, none of the button inputs are correct. Oh, Which yeah. See, I think threw me for a while. And so, and the zones are all just a little bit too big. So it's yeah. like... Everything just takes too long to do, which mm-hmm. I think is what, which I think is what makes me mad. Is like the pacing is off because everything, even with the dash button, even when I remember there's a dash button, it, everything is just a little bit too big. And, and also, what, one mildly infuriating complaint that is driving me up the wall: you can't use the analog stick in the menus. Yeah, what is up with that? Like why? That, that because the the D pad on the switch in handheld mode is so uncomfortable. Yeah. So you, you, it's you're and it's like Josh. Well, because the D pad on the switch is terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. and it's like they have all of these systems, and Kelly, you're gonna get into them, and it's like it kind of feels like they went over went with quantity over quality. And it starts to show as you really get into sort of the deeper parts of the game. Yeah, like, so it's I like don't even... they have this cool relationship system. So you have this chart thing, and I don't even know how to explain it. So you put everybody in this thing where Yuma, or I guess anybody can be in the middle. And then you have everybody kind of around them. And you can move everybody around within this sort of system. So, for example, the trait that I have on Agnum is Big Brother. And because I have Big Brother on Agnum and he's next to Yuma, I've unlocked Let's Go Bro. 
But I have no idea what the heck Let's Go Bro does. And I have six of the Let's ten. Let's Slow Bro? Let's Go Bro. Slow. No. Bro. And so I have six of the ten bubbles of this thing filled out, but I have no idea how to fill out the other four bubbles. I have no idea what this does. I think it activates during combat, but there's really no good explanation for this system. And so one of the other um, things that I have set up is I have Rina, um, and she's next to Kirika, and I have Elven Attendant on Rina, and so I've unlocked something called Diva and Servant, but I have none of the bubbles for that filled out, so it's like, is that doing anything? Um, do I need bubbles for it to do something? Is it more powerful I have more bubbles? So it's like, I have this system, but I don't know what it's doing. Yeah, that's that system needed a better tutorial or, you know, flavor text to explain the stuff. Right. And so there's other sort of like features and functions in the game where it's like I can get little statues of things and they can just drop from enemies or there's a machine in town where I can spend money like a gotcha machine and just get some of them. But I don't know if I should be spending my money on those because I don't know what the benefit of them is. Mm -hmm. You've also got those uh, orbs, too, that you can craft that give you like different traits and stuff. Yes. And so those orbs are I can attach a certain number of them based on the tuning of the harmonic. So based on which way I have sort of um, developed their weapon. And I can change that development anytime I am in town. And so it, it it was kind of interesting playing this back to back against Odin Sphere because I feel like Odin Sphere and Shining Resonance Refrain basically have the same number of systems, and yet I feel like Shining Force Refrain is bloated. Mm-hmm. And isn't that crazy? It's like these games have a I have an approximately same number of systems and yet Shining Force Refrain feels like it is bogged down in them whereas Odin Sphere feels like trim and streamlined. And I almost feel like that is partially in the way that Odin Sphere introduces them and teaches them to you and mm -hmm. partly in the way that Shining Force Refrain is like here are the systems, they are incredibly obscure and we're not going to really teach you how they work. Yeah. So just have, have, have fun with have, them. Like, have you run into like, like any boss fun. battles before? Sorry, Say what? Have you run into any boss battles or any fights where you feel like that you needed to min-max the system? No, I haven't really needed to min-max, but I'm also playing on easy. Yes, same here. I'll be curious to see if there's a difficulty spike. So I hit a difficulty spike at the end of Chapter 4 where I had to redo the last boss of the chapter a couple of times before I got it. And okay. that was mostly due to dumb AI standing in the fire. <laughs> yeah. You think you would have learned from WoW? So, yeah, beyond that, I think the one thing that Shining Resonance Refrain has taught me is that I should play a modern Tales game. Oh, really? Yes. Um, skip Zestria, because I thought that one was kind of hot garbage. And just play Berseria, because I thought that one was really good. And also Zestria's battle system is more You should I don't wait know. and play the HD version of Vesperia. Yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't. I would also recommend Tales of Zillia one and two, but I don't know if you want to play on your PS3 or not. All right, I have a question: Is it Tales of Zillia or Tales of Exilia? It's technically I... Exilia, I believe. Oh, I, I call Cross Zillia. Zillia. Who cares? Oh, it should probably be Cross Zillia. <sighs> you know what? I, I call him Titus, even though the voice it's actor said that it's t- supposed to be Titus. It is so Titus, but who cares? I, I clearly give no crap. No, 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 no. His name is Ha 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 Ha. Don't break things, Anna. Yeah, really. <laughs> this recording's broken enough. I don't need you to break it more. To anybody who listens to this podcast with We're headphones, sorry. I am very, very sorry. But you're also very, very awake right now. Can I have my donuts yet? No. Damn it. The donut wars continue. Uh. <laughs> All right, so that I'm, I'm making that our question of the week. Can I have my donuts yet? No. <laughs> what what tales game? That should be the question. Recommend me a tales game. I mean, tales if we're going donuts? if we're going tales recommends, I would recommend uh, the 2D ones. No, Fantasia. no, modern, 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 modern. Okay, modern. Then you need to put... what modern tales game should I play? Because I played put... the old ones and I hated them. Okay. Yeah, make sure you put that caveat in there because yes. it's like Sonic fans. They'll. All right. There's a clear division bell. What modern Tales game should pause play? Question of the week. When we'll come back to that at the end of the show. All right. Um, Josh, you've been playing all the things. Chris has apparently oh. been playing Holy Potatoes, a weapon shop releasing. I, that's this week not what I put in there. <laughs> you should fix that. So while he's fixing that, Josh, what have you been playing? Oh man, battling gaming ADD, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll go with a truncated list of what I've been playing. Because um, you've been doing JRPG, you've been doing Zvi, and I love all the screenshots because this game is so adorable. <laughs> yep, I've been playing Zvi, the Argus Adventure, which is the earlier version of Zvi. Um, I played uh, Ilvard Insurrection last year. I think I talked about it on the show. You did. Yeah. And uh, so this is the earlier one. This is like 2001 PC game. PSP, and right? I think there was a PC PSP version, but it was ori- yeah, it was originally a PC game. That's what I'm playing it on. So which one are you so playing? Zwy the Ilverd? Zwy the earlier? Zwy? Yeah, yeah, the this Argus Avengers. Okay, Argus spelled with an E. Yeah, I don't understand that. I think that's right. <laughs> I could have misspelled it. No, it's that's what it says. Uh, yeah, it was Ilvard Insurrection, so that you know the second game was a, in Japan was Zvi Two, so they did Ilvard Insurrection, so it was II, you know. Okay, so I've been playing. Uh, yeah, I've been playing Zvi. Zvi is really cute. Uh, it stars Puckle. And it looks Pipro. like an ease game where you just run into things. Yeah, it, uh, it kind of has almost that sort of uh, a vibe of an early ease game, like the bump system. Although there is actual um, uh, attack buttons to push. So, yeah, like uh, Pockle has that. Well, you can see it if you're watching the stream. You can he has that little drill thing that he kind of like shoots forward and attacks enemies with. And then Pipro uses uh, magic spells to attack from range with. Um, it's it's really it's 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 incredibly cute game. Like it has a lot of um, 
it has a lot of the uh, Trails DNA in it as well. Like you can see like the earlier parts of where every single NPC kind of has their own personality. And um, like even the two main characters are really quirky and interesting. Like Pockle is this, he is a clean freak who also likes doing just absolutely just horrendous puns like let's see what is one like when judging silhouettes you should never settle for less than a cur 10 that is a dad <sighs> joke there <laughs> oh yeah Pockle is just full of them like he's at an oasis and he's like water in the desert is a very special thing won't you sing its praises take it oasis yeah that's groan worthy uh... So it's that kind of stuff. And then Pipro is just an absolute spark plug who has um, absolutely no filter. So the whole game is just her, you know, she's totally self-centered and has absolutely no filter. So she's just an absolute delight to, to she's incredibly entertaining to wander around that world with. And it's very, it, it's different. Like the, uh, the Ilvard insurrection was fully 3d. This is like, pre-drawn backgrounds and uh i think it's like some sort of 3d sprite but i mean it's a very very cute game it's kind of tough to go back to a game this early when you've played ilvard insurrection which was like 2008 or 9 there's quite a big gap between there and you can yeah, tell because i mean ilvard... this was 2001 on pc yeah and, and falcom always tends to kind of like lag behind at least certainly graphically so <laughs> i was gonna say i thought this game looked very ps1 art style but so, i thought that was just me um 2001 on pc 2004 on ps2 and 2008 on psp that's when yeah. i heard of the game was the mm -hmm. psp release because there was a fairly enthusiastic campaign to get it localized but no one ever picked it up yeah, that was before the Exceed started picking up the the Falcom games, and they started getting a little bit popular. Right, at least a little bit. That that was when Namco was doing those abominations of uh, uh, the earlier Legend of Hero games on. PSP. Oh God, no! Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Falcom has some rough history with with localizations. And Let ports. us not discuss the dark days. Carry on with Spy. So it, it's. It's fantastic. It still has the, um, it still has the weird system where you're you only gain experience by actually eating food. So part of the uh, mechanics will be trying to save up, or ba basically every time you're in a dungeon, you're torn between using the food to try and revive your health, and then trying to um, you're trying to save up ten of different foodstuffs so that you can. Uh, trade them in later to get one better food stuff that gives you a lot more experience. But playing this, you can tell that they got the balance a lot better in Ilvard Insurrection because there have been a couple times where I've been saving up some food stuff and it gives you like 11 EXP and then you trade it in and you get some new item that only gives you like 150 XP and you're just like, man, it, it leaves you doing a lot of grinding 
and the grinding, you know, it's not normal grinding where you can, where you can know, okay, I'm going to play this for an hour and I'm going to get a couple levels. It's going to be, it's more like, I'm going to play this for an hour and I'm going to get some random loot drops and let's hope I get 10 of something so that I can actually, you know, upgrade my characters or not. You, you can tell they got, it is the problems I had with it back in Ilvard Insurrection. You could tell they actually, that was better balanced than this was. But, but the story and the characters are super cute, and that's definitely pulling me along. And and you can read about it every week in the, the JRPG July updates. Um, uh, I've also been, among many other games, I keep getting pulled back into Assassin's Creed Origins, which is surprisingly slowly been getting better. Man, that game kind of has a slow start for me. I just wasn't crazy. I, I still am befuddled by the way they started that game. Where they just they're so eager to get you into killing dudes they don't bother to set up the story. But now that I'm actually getting into the meat of the story, it's getting a lot better. Like I've met Cleopatra and now I'm working with her to overthrow the Pharaoh. So it's gotten much more interesting. And it's also like a very like God, the Ubisoft artists are just amazing in that game. When you wander around all these towns, they all look different. They all capture both like the ancient the ancient feel of Egypt, but also, you know, this is set right basically right as the Romans would have been taking over. You know, they're already influencing things, and this is right before Cleopatra, you know, overthrows the Pharaoh and you have Julius Caesar coming in and it's set in that time frame. So there's a lot of you you travel to Alexandria and you've got lots of Greek influence. Um buildings you got the, the the lighthouse at alexandria everywhere you go you always keep seeing the pyramids off in the distance it's just it's really gorgeous game i'm, I'm dumbfounded by the artistry in it but like it just really takes a long time to get going but that it, it, it's something that it keeps pulling me back in even after <laughs> i've already put way more hours into it it than probably every other assassin's creed game i've played combined so that says something game. And beyond that, um, of course, last night or yesterday, I guess, Octopath Traveler came out. And so I've been playing. I, I, I ended up playing the last week, like the rest of the demo to get up to whatever, three hours. So I just went ahead and started, you know, continued on from there, which that was thankfully quite seamless it just kind of like you boot it up and it just asked you hey do you want to continue from where you were in the demo and it's just click yes and you know just load in your save perfectly all very seamless hey josh i i I just need to interrupt you because you're slowly fading away again yeah when someone interrupts you it resets it so (laughs) (laughs) yeah I must say, I appreciate it when demos do that, because Shining Residence did that, too, because I hate replaying what I played in the demo so very much. Oh, it's so annoying. But especially this one where they give you, like, three hours to play, it would have been a nightmare to to go through three hours without it. Yeah, yeah. But I, like... I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, it's gorgeous. I, I still not a hundred percent sure on what I think about it. The boss battles are, man, they are spongy. 
they they are some of them are long and hard and about the only way i've managed to get through them is that i keep finding these uh items that do magic damage that do way more magic damage than your characters can do so like your characters might do like 150 damage with an ice spell but if you have a uh, a really good ice spell magic item you can do like 2500 damage whoa so you wait until yeah. you break it and then you throw that at them exactly mm. it makes them go it makes them die much quicker gotcha <laughs> i hope they i hope they have lots of those around because otherwise yeah like the first boss battle seemed like it took forever because i'm just like slowly chipping away at them so oh. i've heard that the boss battles are supposed to be very strategic and that you've really got to pay attention to their tells and their patterns and what they're doing and all of that stuff which I'm gonna. I I hope I'm gonna appreciate it because I'm tired of boss battles where I just feel like I press A to win. Yeah, it's definitely not that. They, they, yeah, I've noticed that there are definitely bosses where they are, you know, charging up for a big attack, and you've either got to, like, you either have to like rush and break them so that they can't do that attack, or you've got to like swap over to defense so that you can survive it. So mm-hmm. you do have those kind of choices, but they they go on a little bit too long for my taste. Yeah, I, I can see why a damage sponge like that would be annoying. Like, like I said, I mean, you, you think about that, like the, there was the last boss I did that used the, that magic item on him and it did like 2,500 damage and he still wasn't dead. I still had to kind of finish him off. So you can imagine if you didn't have that that magic item to do 2,500 damage, that would have been like 15 or 20 wax at him mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, have you wandered into any areas where you clearly are not at the proper danger level i have not yet although it can every single time you get a new character it becomes at least early on in the game it just kind of becomes this thing where you have to baby them because mm-hmm. your your main character might be level nine or level 10 and then you get this level two character in your party and you just have to constantly keep them alive and hope that the uh enemies don't don't uh, target and attack the, that one character who can just <laughs> almost be one-shotted. <laughs> got to make, and you got to remember to make sure you keep plenty of items for healing and, uh, you know, reviving characters before you go into the dungeons at the end. Hmm. Sounds like they went uh, full Dragon Quest with this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there was, like, I can't remember now if it was in the earlier dungeons. I know in the last dungeon, I actually found an item guy in the middle of the dungeon who would sell you like health items. I don't know if I just found him that time or that he was in the, you know, there was someone similar in the other dungeons or not, but it does. I mean, it looks gorgeous, man. The music is fantastic. I absolutely, I'm, you know, the music has just been fantastic. Love the, love the soundtrack so far. Now, are you going to go for a complete eight character playthrough? Are you just going to see how many stories you can finish before you can get bored? I'm just going to play until I get bored. I mean, like, it's weird. You know, they said that you could play it as one character and just play that all the way through. I can't imagine how tedious that would be (laughs) to actually do. I I imagine what you do is that you get every, at least get everybody and then choose. Well, uh, what I see, there are all these weird rumors going around about the game where and I'm not 100 percent certain because it doesn't really tell you. But I've heard that, like the character that you pick first is kind of your main character and they the, the story centers around them, no matter how many more people you pick. 
I don't know if that's true. You know, it's brand new game. And I, I usually these days I tend to stay away from reviews of games I'm going to buy anyway. Yeah. Because from what I've heard that you don't need to necessarily start a, a brand new game to play through all eight characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, certainly you seem to see most of the story but but yeah like trying to play it with one character like you finish the first chapter with a character and you might be around like level five or level six and then Mm -hmm. the recommended level for chapter two is like level 24 Mm -hmm. so they very much intend for you to wander around and pick up quite a few of the more characters yeah yeah and from what from what i was saying that it was at least recommended to do every single character's chapter one before you even attempt the uh chapter two of anybody yeah i'm guessing that's probably about right where with the way they worked out the levels it looks like and also the at least with the first couple of characters i picked up um they're on the complete their their second chapter is on the complete other side of the map anyway, so I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to pick up. I'm gonna have to go buy like five or six of the characters anyway before I get there. So, yeah, and I, I've also heard that the the game is kind of, or the map is kind of arranged like an onion, where there's the inner layer where you can get all of the characters, and then like most of the high level maps are on the outer layer of the map. That's what it seems like. I mean, it's not. It, it's at least in these early areas, it's not that sort of balance between the different areas isn't too bad. Like it it doesn't take you too long to get from city to city. And I read there's fast travel, which I guess there was a reviewer that didn't realize that there was fast travel. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've uh, either. I haven't unlocked it or I haven't noticed it yet. Okay. Well, I haven't had a need for it really. Yeah. Well, I think you have to go to an area on foot first before you can use the fast travel, which which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's so par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 it sounds fun. Um, I'm really tempted to dump shining to get into this one. I've been enjoying it. I'm. I'm. The thing you have to remember with me is that I don't have a ton of nostalgia for. 16-bit RPGs. I was off uh, playing like SimCity when <laughs> when those yeah. games were coming out. So I, you know, it, it it hits differently for me than probably for a lot of people. I'm mm-hmm. still enjoying it, but I don't know if it will hold up for 50 or 60 hours. We'll say. Um, I'll be curious because I I liked what I played of the demo, and it seemed like this this kind of style is what they were trying to go for with I Am Sitsuna, mm-hmm. and just completely failed miserably with I Am Setsuna. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I'm hoping the stories weave together at least a little bit. I am very intrigued about the idea of having like eight different characters with eight different stories that all kind of, you know, I, I'm not expecting them to be for it to be perfect, but I, I do like the idea of them kind of weaving together and seeing mm-hmm. how that narratively works. But we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see if Square has managed to pull that off. Yeah, uh, I'll be certainly curious to hear more from it. If 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 not, if I don't just pick it up outright, because I mean it's it's sitting on my table right now, calling to me. It's mocking you. That's it, why I decided not to buy it until I was done <laughs> shining. Because yeah, if I had it, I would just dump shining to play it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I don't have uh, any sort of uh, ability to to not play it. I'm just like that's why I'm playing like five or six different things right now. 
It's like I really wanted to give the underdog RPG a chance, and when Anna said that she Shining was on her radar, it's like, oh, then we can talk about it together. And I don't know. So why why do competing games have to come out at the same time? I only have so much free time. Well, and my birthday is next week, and I'm getting games for my birthday too. In fact, I already <laughs> got one of them. I got Tokyo's interview, and I'm so excited! Oh my god! Yay! Yay! That's yeah. another game I need to play. I need to play Tokyo Xanadu. We should do a play along. Do you have the Vita <laughs> version or the PS4 yeah. version? I have the Vita version, of course. <gasps> we gotta do a play along later this year. <laughs> that sounds good. You tell me when and we'll play it. Yay. <laughs> but that's the important things I've been playing. What have you been playing, Chris? Okay. I've been continuing Metroidvania Mania. And I finished that Apotheon game that I talked about last week. Um, the the Grecian urn thing. That was cool. I liked watching you play that. I got all the god powers. Yay! Then ending spoilers happened and stuff. Yeah, you were on ships. And oh, yeah, up all gods. sorts of things happened. Um, then you got tipped around in a jar for a while. Things were weird. Yeah. That wasn't a jar. What was it? I don't know. It was a spinning death trap. It was a jar. Okay. And then I started Strider on the PS4. Is that the one where you're going zippy, zippy, zippy? That's the one where I'm like running all the time and oh my gosh, that game's really good. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Is this a follow-up to the Genesis Strider? Uh... Um, Stri- uh, okay. History of Strider, right? Um, yeah. Um... Let's see. Where did Strider first start? So the Strider I'm talking about was on Windows, PS3, PS4, 360, and Xbox One. So this is probably a pretty old game for most folks. came out in 2014. Um, mm-hmm. That it is spiritual successor to the NES game. And I don't know about Strider on the Genesis. I'm sorry. I, I only know Strider from GDQ, which they always run the NES version. Okay, because Strider on the Genesis was famous for like having a sword that takes up like two thirds of the screen. Yeah, when you swing it. Yeah, it sure does. Um, hmm. Oh, Strider was Big. in the arcade too. Okay, so I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. Apparently, um, hmm. Strider NES is also a thing. Okay, they're both things. So the the GDQ one is the NES one because of the bugs. Um, and then then oh my gosh, this thing got ported. The original Strider was on Arcade, Amiga, Armstrad CPC, Atari ST, Commodore 64, DOS, PlayStation, Sega Genesis, Sega Master System, Sega Mega Drive, Sega Sharp X68K, um, TurboGrafx CD, Virtual Console, Wii ZX Spectrum. Holy crap. Wait, where's the NES? Oh, that's all the... Just the arcade version was on all those. Holy crap. So... Well, that game's been around. And I'm, I bet they're all slightly different. In, in the way that old video games were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I know that like some ports are terrible versus other ports, but I can never remember which ports are correct. I, yeah. I so know the, that Genesis the Genesis and NES ones are not considered the arcade game, so they must okay. be pretty different from the arcade game. Yeah, <laughs> NES yeah. game. Strider was released for the NES exclusively in North America. A Famicom version was planned, for but never made it to shelves. Are you playing Strider 2014? Yes. Huh. That's yeah. what I'm playing. Yeah. 
It is a complete reboot, and you run around and you slash things really fast and zip, 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 so, and then you watch me yeah, fly around and stuff. you are playing uh, an actual strike. So, yeah, it's a sequel. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> it's it's, it's in a some re- ways. Actually, I think it might be a remake. It says a reboot. On the Wikipedia, but whatever. No, an untitled Strider reboot was being developed by Green in 2009 before being canceled by Capcom. An all-new Strider remake was developed by Double Helix and released on PSN for PS3 and PS4, Xbox Live Arcade for Xbox 360 and Xbox One, and Steam in 2014. Hmm. Let's see. What else did Double Helix do? Let's see. Silent Hill Homecoming. G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra, Front Mission Evolved, Green Lantern Rise of Manhunters, Battleship in 2012, Killer Instinct Season 1 for 2013 for the Xbox One. Oh no, this is going to have a bad ending then. Strider, and then UFOs Love Cows, and now it's gone. They're gone. No more Double Helix. Yeah, that was Oh, they not were a bought by track. Amazon. Yeah. That's what happened. So they were they work on for fire tablets now. No, I don't they work know. on Killer Instinct. I thought no, someone no, else that, picked that, up. Oh, that's Microsoft's. Okay, yeah, because I, I thought they were the Killer Instinct people. Yeah, I don't know. Not not anymore. Not after Amazon bought them. Yeah, I swear they were the uh, relax and let it happen people. No, that was uh, well, that wouldn't have been the developers. That would have been like Microsoft. Okay. <laughs> or whoever they got to show that. Okay. <laughs> yeah so i don't know um i don't know what happened to double helix but their their strider game is really fun okay and i'm collecting powers and getting stronger i have all the health upgrades and all the energy upgrades wow they have just die. as many cancel game announced cancel games as they have released games who double helix yes weird yeah it's it's the fact that they were announced and canceled hmm. I mean, most game companies have just as many cancel games as they have released games. It's the fact that they were announced. Oh, cool. There's an actual Strider 2 as well. Ooh. Maybe I'll have to play that. That came out in 99. Huh? Oh, yeah. oh, interesting. For arcade. I like the fact that there is Strider 2, um, numeral 2, and Strider 2, number 2. Oh. Strider II? On Genesis, and Strider Two in the arcade, I what and PlayStation. Oh, that's so confusing. And Strider II also came out on Amiga and Game Ge- Game Gear. Oh, that's the version we got to find. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a working Game Gear. Woo! All right. is, is your sound card fried in yours, or does it still work? It works. I don't know when the okay, because my, my sound card fried in my Game Gear, and that makes me sad. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh well. All right. All it right. was a battery so, sink anyway. Chris really likes running around and. Uh, yeah, I press the square button a lot to kill things. So you're a complete ninja. I'm a total. Yes. Oh my gosh, is he a ninja? But now I know who this guy he is has... in my Project Cross Zone. He game. has a cyber scarf. He doesn't have it. His <laughs> scarf is not real. It's holographic, but it moves like a normal scarf. It's so cyber. <laughs> He's a cyber now, ninja. It... This guy it... is in my Project Cross Zone game, and I had no idea who he was, and now I do. I had an idea. Um, 
I'm just generic ninja guy. You've seen GDQ but, before, Anna? Yes, but... You, he was so tiny, you couldn't tell that's yes. who he was meant to be, could Yes, you? but now that I've <laughs> seen him in 3D, I'm like, ah! Ninjas, ninjas in, like, Capcom games always, and Konami games always have scarves. No, wait. Ninja Gaiden guy didn't have a scarf. Does the new Ninja Gaiden guy have a scarf? Like, the Team Ninja Ninja Gaiden? I don't know anymore. That's Tecmo. Which is hilarious because a ninja with an actual that. scarf would be completely impractical. I just need to know, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, does he have a scarf? Yay or nay? So I have to figure this out. I'm done. <laughs> is there a website I... for that? Does he have a scarf? Does he have, does a, he scarf have a scarf? Dot com? Dot com? Oh, I'm uh... tempted to buy that, but I'm not going to. All right. Before we get strangled in this conversation... Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah, I'm loading up videos of Sigma now. We should talk about the news. You skipped a couple of my games. Oh, oh Kelly. Oh, sorry. oh, no. No, no, no. No, let's talk about Lost Child. Lost Child. Yeah, I finished Lost Child. Hey, Vista, Jesus. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. He has, I think, a scarf. But it may be like the trail of his hood after he ties it around his head. Okay. All right, that's that's all. Continue on with Ham Fist of Jesus. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> I, I must, Spoilers. I must be dense, or because I was playing it right before, or I finished it right before that time I was half asleep. But I didn't even. If you hadn't pointed it out, I wouldn't have even picked up on it. <laughs> Did you like the uh, the Christmas Carol they played during the uh, the credits? Yeah, yeah. I I had a hard time hearing it because my husband was watching anime. And he had it really loud, so I didn't want to crank it up too loud and screw him up. Mm-hmm. But I was like, wait, are, are, are they playing Silent Night over the credits? <laughs> it sounds like Silent Night. Why are they playing Silent Night? <clears throat> oh, that's totally a scarf. Like, oh my god, oh, this is a Christmas game. <laughs> no, I, I need to know, <laughs> Now it's Anna. a Christmas <laughs> game? Are we going to have Christmas Lost Child, like Christmas Nights? Well, yeah, well, like how people say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is. is a Christmas movie. Yeah. But other but, than that. And I, I need to know, what puzzle were you stuck on that you figured out by saying it out loud, complaining about it? Um. So there is a whole bunch of computer monitors in a room. And then the two previous rooms, there are only, uh, there's one row and one column. Yeah. Okay. Because... I actually figured that one out as soon as I looked at the map, as soon as I filled out the map, only because there is the exact same puzzle in um, one of the Final Fantasy Legend games on the Game Boy. Okay. And the hilarious thing about that is that I read about that puzzle in, like, a Nintendo Power when I was a little kid. And when I played through Final Fantasy Legend, I remembered that puzzle. I was like, oh, this is the thing that I read about in Nintendo Power that I had no context for, like, 20 years ago. How the hell did I remember that? And I can't remember my phone number most So (laughs) I was like, I tried two of the monitors randomly, and it zapped me. And I was like, I'm just... Chris, I I need your help with this. I'm like, okay. I, like, I got out my notebook and I wrote down all of the monitors and I crossed out the two that I tried. And I'm like, this is going to take me an hour to just try them all and get them wrong. So I was like, Chris, come here. I need your help with this. And I just visual, I just verbally told him the puzzle. And I was like, it's this one. Never mind. You can leave now. And, yeah. and, I, and I looked at what she'd read and what she said. And I said, Anna, it's that one. 
<laughs> just like we had the same thought at the same time. Like, well, it's that one. It was very okay. Which yeah. is funny because he told me the wrong one. I'm like, no, Chris, it's one more down. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, wait, he... no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, See, I, I, I thought that you would have gotten stuck at the uh, one where it, it talked about like the baby and then the man and then the old oh, man. Oh, no, that's the... an old puzzle. Yeah, and I, I, that's what I wondered about because as soon as I started reading, it's like, oh, this is the riddle of the Sphinx and it's even in the same order. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, uh, see, kinda... I kind of got stuck on that because I missed one of the doors. Yeah. I missed the top left door. So I was like, I only have three. Where the hell's the fourth one? And then the the other puzzle that I didn't get stuck on, but I got annoyed with, was the one where you had to do the seven deadly sins. Oh, that and was. I, t- so... I tweeted about I tweeted about this one because why does a bear represent sloth? Shouldn't a sloth represent sloth? It is um, a sloth. It's a Japanese cultural thing. I asked oh. somebody about it. Okay. Well, as long as you ask somebody, now we have an official answer. Good job, Anna. I asked somebody Japanese. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I hope, I hope it was somebody qualified to answer this. Yes. Okay, because you know a lot of the animals made sense. You know, a pig for gluttony and a lion for pride, and I forgot what was. And the a last. bear for yogi. Perfect. Yeah. Well, well okay, that, that makes more sense when you bring it up like yep. that because yep. I can see yogi right? yeah. being a complete. But but wouldn't yogi be gluttony? Because he ate picnic baskets? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yogi would be gluttony. Now I just want to assign Hanna-Barbera characters to send. But I, I think bears because they hibernate for like six months. Yeah, that was the yeah. gist. Yes. Like, what, what would Tom from Tom and Jerry be? He'd be uh, greed for always trying to get the mouse. <laughs> Murderous intent. <laughs> so wrath? Yeah. Um, you know a- what, Tom? It took me a little bit to get the elemental puzzle, but that was mostly because I was trying to force it without actually exploring all the way. The elemental <clears throat> puzzle, the one where you had to beat or you had to touch the crystals in the order of weaknesses. Yeah. Okay. No, one complaint I have about this game is that if you were going to have a dungeon crawler with puzzles, for the love of God, let me have a, an accessory that gets rid of random encounters. No. There is one. There no, was? there's there's an item. Sorry. Okay, because I did not find that item. Yeah, it's it's for sale in like chapter three. Okay, well I I'm dense because I did not find that yeah, item. Yeah, not only so there's actually two items. So there's one right near the start of the game, um, shamrock that reduces the amount of encounters that you get, and then there's one much later that just eliminates the encounters that you get. Oh, right. Th- those are like omitted use items, though. I was talking like a permanent item. Oh, uh, no. Okay. But, I mean, you have so much money at the end of the game. Who cares? Oh, I know. I know. I just, I'm lazy, and I don't want to have to reapply. It's like super repels in Pokemon. I don't want to have to reapply that crap oh. every 10 minutes. Meh. <laughs> By the time I wanted to use it, I use those I all the time in care. Pokemon. <laughs> For me, it was actually kind of easier just to power through the battles to get all the extra karma. And also, those those demons, that the fallen angels and the demons that you get in some of the side quests towards the end, um, those that I ended up using in my final party because they were super OP. I don't know if you used those. Anna, that's a question for you. I missed the question. 
Did you use the demons that you got, or the fallen angels that you got in the side quest? Yep. Okay, because they were super OP. Yep. I used two of the three. <laughs> yeah, particularly the fire one whose uh, attack stat got insane the more that you leveled them. Yep. And so, I can't say who it is because it's a spoiler. I, I used the leaf guy and the mm -hmm. fire guy. I think I ended up using leaf, fire, and Enoch. So yeah. what I ended up doing is um, I had the fire guy in my backup party because I had a fire angel that was really good. Mm. And that way I could divide my karma. So my end party was Enoch, a fire angel, um, and the leaf fallen angel. Okay. Because that way my karma was well divided. Yeah, I tr I tried to keep balance, and I found it incredibly annoying that that last dungeon seemed like it was just nothing but angels. So I felt like I had no demon. Or that was my band name in high school. Nothing but angels. Yeah, it's a good band name, right? No, bad joke. Sorry. It I'll show it them. sounds like kind of a post punk band, if you ask me. <laughs> post punk. But, but I I digress. I see. But um. Yeah, I, I I like the game. Um, I was kind of iffy on the story, but I had a hard time following some of it towards the end. I'm not I'm not, not gonna lie, uh, and, th and that was my own fault because I was playing it kind of sporadically anyway. But I I thought it was a nice little dungeon crawler and a nice little home. It, if you want a Shin Megami Tensei game, but want something that's a little light on the SMT, then there you go. It was, it was a really good game. I appreciate I, I it. I appreciate how the end game shows up and is like, here's your post game dungeon. Like yep. zero chill. Just there you go. It's like, we're not yep. really going to explain it. We're just going to give it to you. Have fun. That, yeah. This doesn't make sense. You're like, yeah. Yeah, I it's okay with that. Yeah, no, yeah we're okay with that. I don't agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and um, bear in mind, too, I was also kind of rushing through it towards the end so that I would have a slot free to play. Um, either Shining or uh, Octopath. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I should have, I really should have taken more time with it and um, did more of the really road. Because I, I looked at it, I was like, you know, I've never got any items to unlock these uh, super astrals and looked yep, at like, oh, either. you had to do, you had to do really road in that. And I didn't touch that dungeon with a 10 foot pole. And I yep. really feel like I should have. I did exactly zero floors of zero floors of relax. Why didn't you do yeah. that? It really isn't necessary. It's not your post game dungeon. It is. Oh. You can do it before yeah. post game. Wait, what? You, 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 you just told me they told you to uh, post game. Yeah. So you can do a portion of it before post game. Okay. Um, but you, for post game, you can go much further and there's actually a reason to go deeper okay. in post game. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why wouldn't you? Cause you're done with the game. Oh yeah. Right. Well then. Are we done and, with and... now playing? No, I played oh. more Final Fantasy okay. 10. <laughs> now we're done with now playing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's it. That's just, oh, I played more. I, mean, I, I saw, got, I got I saw through shoe the puffs on your Twitter. 
Shupoff. Yeah. Anna, yeah, that was bit. that was actually better than the way he says it. Yeah. <laughs> I am amazed at the voice talent that they got for this game. Like, it, it is messing me up that Twilight Sparkle is Riku. Well, bear in mind that this was so long ago, it was before most of them were really famous. Well, Twilight Sparkle's voice actress is kind of like one of the main female voice actresses in the industry, though, so... But... I think at that point, wasn't she voicing one of the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, that's kind of my point, is she's done a lot of stuff. And, I, you know, I think uh, John DiMaggio had Bender behind him at that point. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what Titus's voice actor was doing. That was actually before Ratchet I don't think anyone was... knows what he's been doing or was doing. Um, Jack's voice actor was pretty prominent in a bunch of cartoons, including uh, Garfield and Duckman. Well, this is dumb. Here's an article with every video game as of 2017 that Tara Strong has starred in. Oh, goodness. So let, let me give you the fast version. Armored Core 5, Osiris Wrath, um, Batman Arkham Everything as Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. um, unless the... I thought they got the actual Harley Quinn lady for some of them. Um, in the beginning, yeah, it was Arlene Sorkin. And but it then says I think... Arkham City, Tara Strong. So I'm confused. Oh, City. Post... Oh, so Arkham Asylum, they got her, and that's it, yeah, huh? Yeah, post-Origins, it was uh, Tara Strong. That's really and lame. And I, I, I don't think Mark Hamill did... Uh... Oh, Mark Hamill said he's quit doing that voice so many times and then has come yeah. back so many times. I can't keep it straight, you know? You have to look yeah. it up game by game whether or not it's a Mark Hamill one or not. Because I know John DiMaggio was doing... Did they um, finally the... stop getting Batman dude to do Batman? Have they ruined my dreams? Kevin Conroy? Yeah. I'm not sure. I think... Anyway. Uh, ben 10. Blue Dragon. She was Kluke in Blue Dragon. Or Kluke. I don't know how to pronounce that. Cartoon Network Racing, which I'm sure you all played. Uh, let's see. Disney Infinity 3. No? Okay. Elder Scrolls Online. She's in... Fat Princess, she was the princess. Mm. Um, 10 and 10 too, you know. Uh, she was a voice in Guild Wars 2 called Scarlet Briar. Uh, Guruman, that's an RPG. We care about that, right? Yeah. Cream, Mosby, and Baby Tokoran. Uh, she was in Hot Shots Golf 4. Icewind Dale. Wow. Really? Okay, that's going back. Okay, I, I I really, this is just me wishing out loud, I really wish that she would pop up and wow at some point. She was in Jack been... and Daxter as Kara, Kyra. Because um... there's been a lot of good voice talent in wow, and I would just love to just be playing one day and it's like, oh, lovely, I'm talking to Tara Strong. She reprised her Riku role in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. La, La Pucelle, she was Chocolat and Goddess Poitrine. No, nope. uh, some Lego games, Little Big Planet three. Nobody cares. Lollipop Chainsaw. She was Juliet Starling. Yeah, I, I knew she was in Lollipop Chainsaw because her doing the Twilight Sparkle voice in being all dirty was just messing me up. She was in Lost Odyssey. Um, let's see other RPGs. Oh, she was in Metal Gear Solid five um, as Paz Ortega Andrade. So she was also in Peace Walker and Portable Ops. Uh, Mortal Kombat 10, Lee May and Farah. No, nobody cares. Okay. Uh, Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden 2 right, as Rachel. Um, no More Heroes 2, anyone cares? No More Heroes? No? Okay. 
Um, Does she wear a scarf in any of these? I I don't know. Uh, Psychonauts, she was Shigor. Going back there. She's been in a lot more video games than I thought. Ratchet and Clank Future, she was in uh, Tools of Destruction and Quest for Booty. So let's see. Some Rugrats games, Shrek games, Skylanders games. Uh, Tales of Symphonia, Presia Combatier, and Corinne. So that's an RPG. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was in Star Wars The Old Republic, but, I mean, who wasn't at, with the size of that game? Um, and Watchmen, no, Vampire the Masquerade, Redemption, uncredited role, just or just a voice cast role. So she was in there somewhere. She was in The Wonderful 101. Uh, she was Riku in World of Final Fantasy. And, oh, Xenosaga Episode 2, Sakura Mizrahi. That sounds like a game you would have played. I, I didn't play, or I only played like 10 minutes of the first Xenosaga oh, okay. game and got bored. Okay. <laughs> what about um, X-Men Legend 2, Rise of Apocalypse? No? Okay. Fine. No. Moving on. That That's all they got in this list. But yeah, I, I'm just taking it back at what, the, what good voice talent they have in this game. And I mean, the, the, la- the laughing scene aside, the voice acting in this game is actually, I mean... You know, for early two thousands voice acting, and for being it, it, it being the first voiced Final Fantasy game, it's really good. Anna, she's Canadian born. Who? Tara Strong. Yes. Oh, okay. You already knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm still kind of checking through the game. I just got a, out of the Macalena Woods, and um. I'm in a huge snowy area right now. Um, I certainly forgot how bad the random encounter rate is in this game because I think it took me an hour to get a, get across the Thunder Plains. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm certainly going to see how far I can get through this game by JRPG, the end of JRPG July. And if I'm not done with it by the time August rolls around, I might... Um, throw the save file on my Vita and just kind of pick at it from there. But we'll see. I, I'm i certainly enjoying it a lot more. You know, all more to side with the random encounters. And I'm trying to turn Kimari into just a powerhouse because my first time through, I kind of didn't know how to utilize them. And apparently, if you know what you're doing with Kimari, you can just make the most awesome character ever and right now he's already awesome because i've got him into uh titus's sphere grid so he's getting a lot of speed along with his power and he has a spear that can randomly petrify things which a lot of the random encounters he can just one shot things because of the petrification doesn't this one have like the uh the upgraded job the sphere grid on the ps4 are you playing with that I'm playing with just the normal sphere grid mainly because I only have the PS2 guide because for some reason the PS the remaster guide is stupid expensive because they hmm. didn't print very many copies of it and I just wanted to be able to use whatever guide I had lying around instead of having to pay fifty bucks for something that just had slightly updated information. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. I do find the sphere grid just a little bit annoying and having to like go move the piece and then use the sphere every time I level up, which is like every battle. Yeah. 
I think that's one thing that uh, Final Fantasy 13 got better was that all you had to do was just press the button to use to level up. But uh, my minor complaint, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see what kind of customization I can get, especially when you can get abilities that gives you just all kinds of AP and that you can start really breaking the game. Which is what I wanted. Which is one thing I want to do with this game is completely break it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I that's my JRPG July, and you can see me continue to tweet about it and some of the funnier, funnier moments, like my skit last week, which I talked your, about. Yeah, your reenactment. It was very yeah. good. Yeah, I, I don't know if I said this last week. Husband was like, "What were you doing downstairs?" I'm like, "I was recording a skit." I was get, I was giving my reaction to the infamous laughing scene. Ha ha ha! <laughs> Wait, was that on this show? I don't even remember that at this point. I I don't know. I just know that I trying to in trying to imitate that I scared the cats. <laughs> Excellent. They all scattered. All right, are we finally done with now playing? I believe so. Okay, our recording hasn't broken in like over half an hour at this point, so I'm very well, excited. Then you're just jinx it. No, I, there's no such thing as jinxing. So now it's time for news. Oh, broke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Death and request is coming to the west, and uh, we have an impression up for some reason. Yeah, someone did that. Anna, since Anna. you organized all this, why don't yes. you tell us about it? Yeah, it's so this is a game that I got to see at E3 and I couldn't talk about it until now, but it looks really cool. You should look over there. No, my donuts. No, fuck off. Oops. You're going to have to um, put a mark in there. <laughs> hey, we're PG-13. We get one. Um, I'm not sure we get one. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is developed by like the Fairy Fencer F team, but it's written by the Corpse Party scenario writer, and all of the art is done by the Mary Skelter person. So it's like this soup of, like, talented people. And I'm kind so of excited for it. If Corpse Party is involved, I assume it's kind of, like, dark and depressing? It is super dark and depressing. So, like, um... You are friends with a person who made an MMO, uh, but the MMO has gone offline. And um, the MMO has since become very buggy. Um, and so your friend is now stuck in the game. And the problem is, is the only way to get unstuck from the game is to get the perfect ending. But there is a 99% chance to fail and get a bad ending for the game. So, yeah, it's dark. Is it like Freddy Krueger where if you get a bad ending in the game, you die in real life? If you die in the game, you die in real life. Ouch. Yeah. I would be screwed. Yeah. And so... Um, the bugs in the game are also leaking into the real world. How does that work? Yeah. Good question. <laughs> we'll find out. No. We'll find no. out next year when it comes out. Um, no, and I'm sure they're a... going to, yeah. 
Th- there's a hell for you. Have a game like that and have it be a Bethesda game. <laughs> oh, like that guy sitting in the floor. Um, so, yeah. And so sort of like this bug theme, this buggy theme sort of resonates throughout the game. So like a lot of the monsters are bugs. And so all of the girls get sort of bugged abilities where they're able to like bug out something and like um, double or triple jump or like be able to, I think one of the abilities is like removing or walking through a wall. Um, So they didn't, they didn't want to give me a ton of, a ton of information about how those worked. Um, So I I know one of them is like being able to jump over a large, um, I area just because that was a Mary Skelter thing. Um mm-hmm. so I'm I'm fairly certain they're gonna to carry that over. Um so what else? Oh yeah, the the neat thing about this is is um one of the things you can do is bug out the game and install new gameplay modules onto it. And so like um combat can be um uh, like a two D fighting game with like um power bars and you can like oh, that's weird. Pew, pew 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 or you can change it to like a shooting game or you can change it to like a slot machine or you can change it to an RPG that's actually really cool yeah uh, so, I, I really like it when ga- when um, games within games are quote unquote buggy and have uh, glitches and let you mess with that stuff yeah so, so it looked really cool when I got to see it. So I'm, there's more information that's going to be coming. I don't think this is out in Japan yet. I don't um, think so. And it's going to be out in North America. I, I think they're shooting for an early 2019. Um, but I think that's going to depend upon when it comes out in Japan. Because uh, the impression that I get is it's still under development. So that was really fun. That was really cool kind of getting to see that in in its sort of half-made state yeah it sounds like one of the it could be kind of a neat lower end jrpg yep that, that's doing some interesting things so hopefully it pulls them off successfully yeah <laughs> um and so in very unexpected news monster hunter world is going to be coming out early what yeah so on pc you mean? on pc so this initially had a had a loose release date of October. Okay. Um, and now they say it's going to come out August 9th, twenty eighteen. So yeah, if you are looking forward to playing Monster Hunter World on PC, you are going to get it a little bit early. Yay! I have a lot of friends that have wanted to play this, but we're waiting for the PC version, and they were pretty happy yeah, with this news. They won't have to yeah. wait too much longer. That's like less than a month. And, and in a very good uh, decision, they in their screenshots they put out, it's like all the different video options on the PC. So mm-hmm. you can see exactly everything you can customize on it. <laughs> very nice. Um, You're going to have to have a pretty uh, beefy rig to be able to run it, though? You can't have a potato. Okay. Um, you my, you do have to have a decent rig. My uh, machine is somewhere between beefy and potato. You need a very decent rig, don't you? You you do need a, a fairly decent computer. 
Um, speaking of release dates, we have a release date for Darksiders 3. Um, it is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on November 27th, 2018. This is the one that isn't made by the original developers, right? So this is THQ Nordic. They did absorb the people that made the, the remakes. Okay. Oh, that's so, right. That's right. That's right. So it is made by at least some of the people who made the original two. Yeah, it was the mess where THQ died and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. So, yeah. The people that made the first two games split off, made their own studio, made the two remasters, and then got reacquired. That sounds right. So there, there is an... A, a, a regular price version, an expensive version, and an even more expensive version. Because so, that's what you need. Yes. <laughs> um, the Apocalypse version of the game um, has <laughs> um, a wall scroll, four figurines, Fury, Vulgrim, War, Death, a weighted amulet necklace, a steel bookcase, an art book, a soundtrack CD, and the game. And it is $400. You're going to be a pretty big fan to want to spend more than a console's price on a CE. If you're feeling, quote-unquote, cheap, you can get the collector's edition. That will have a Fury figurine, a steel bookcase... An art book and a soundtrack CD, and that's $150. Or you can just get the damn game. So there's no, like, just regular, like, $80 edition with the art book and soundtrack? Or... Nope. Nope. Of course not. <laughs> so, yes, you you either get the game or you go bananas. Um, so what else? We got more release dates. We have Chasm. So this was kickstarted way, 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 way back in 2013. And we covered it back then. Um, and now it has a release date. What's Chasm? It is a side-scrolling RPG. Roguelike RPG. Of course. Um, and it is coming to PC, Mac, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation Vita. PS4 and Vita games are cross-buy, and it'll be priced $19.99, coming out July 31st. Um, and if you said to yourself, oh, I have always wanted to play Wasteland 2, um, but yeah. I am hashtag team handheld, yeah. um, I have good news for you. Oh, um, Wasteland 2 is coming to Switch. Yay! So this came out on PC in 2014, and then it came to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in 2015. Um, this is like a a, a a CRPG through and through. So this oh, yeah. is like a straight-up Western RPG yeah. mm -hmm. set in like po post-apocalyptic um, Merca Deep South, right? Yeah, I mean, this is like the thing that inspired the original Fallout games. Well, this is the sequel to the game that inspired the original Fallout games. Oh, long story. Just... 
It's good. <laughs> so Glenn had mixed love for this game. When he reviewed it, he gave it a three out of five. All right. Um, he, he felt like it had lots of content and choices and that had excellent writing and scenarios. Um, but didn't, there were things that he didn't love about it, like its interface and some complaints about the combat. So if you're not sure about it, check out our review. It is linked in the story and see if you want to give Wasteland True, Wasteland to a try. Um, so Furyu, um, despite... I'm sorry, what'd you say to me? Furyu. <clears throat> okay. Furyu, despite um, putting all of its um, mobile development on hold, is yeah. forging ahead with all of its console releases. Um, so this is a new roguelike dungeon crawler RPG. Named Furyu? Yuna and oh. the Haunted Springs Steam Dungeon. Is it on Steam? Um, actually, no. What? (laughs) (laughs) PS4 only. Yeah. So so this is, so this is an anime tie-in game. Oh, is it? Yeah. Strike one. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming to PS4 in Japan on November 15th. I don't. Look at these stereotype characters. Look at this. So I don't think this anime series is available in the West. All right. We got lady with large boobs that don't fit into bra. We have a maid. We have a schoolgirl. We have the the chibi cute girl who may be part animal. Um, we have the ghost spirit, and then I don't know what this guy is supposed to be, but he's got an eye patch, and like is in traditional Japanese dress. I think that's a girl. Okay, well I don't that's know what pro- she's supposed to be then. It's probably the Sindare or the Sasuke. Oh, okay, got it. Um, so. Yes. Um, I don't think this oh, anime yeah. series... The, the chibi girl is part animal. Got a tail. Looks like a tanuki spirit of some sort. These are or all ghosts, bear. Chris. Okay, they're all ba- they're all ghosts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're in a hot spring. Yeah. And I bet you're a guy walking into the girls section. Uh, well, there is a hot spring bathing minigame. So, of you know, course there is. Of course there is. Of course there is. Even though the, hey, course, even though the is. is dead... You know, they're, they're still keeping the spirit of the Vita alive. Okay, great. Vaughn in the chat room, are you familiar with this game? I I don't think this anime series has been brought yeah, over. He, he uh, imports a lot of Japanese ma- Japanese manga, though. Oh, yeah, gotcha. but Vaughn is familiar with the manga. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I I guess, Vaughn, later on you can jump in our comment section and explain it to us because so... we have no clue. Chris. The eye patch lady is a lady. She's a. I need to have a baby. Do me. Oh, okay. Chris, you're a guy who is often dragged into the hot spring. Apparently, Chris. What? You have single-handedly caused a game to be delayed. What did I do? You caused Code Vein to be delayed to 2019. Oh, that's probably for the best for everybody. Can I get it to be canceled? That might be better. No. So Bandai Namco has announced that Code Vein. Uh, which is an action RPG, has been pushed back to 2019. So initially... Oh, let me... Can I read the quote, Anna? No, no, no. It's Initially, this was going to come out September t- uh, 28th um, for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Now you can read the quote. Code Vein has received an enormous amount of 
positive feedback from eager fans who have received hands-on time with in-development versions of the game over the past nine months. Armed with knowledge of how well the game has already been received, we made the decision to postpone the release of Code Vein to further refine its gameplay in an effort to exceed the expectations fans already have of the title. It was a difficult decision to make, but we feel it is the correct one. Can I translate this for you? Everyone said this game was garbage, and we've decided to make it not be garbage because otherwise our expectations is that no one will like it. Um. So, yeah, the the impressions oh. coming out of E3 were a little tepid. Oh, it wasn't just us? No. I, fi- I, I figured it might only just be us. Mm, no. Okay. So you can review, read three very tepid impressions from well, that's us. That's from us. Go read yeah. some others, too. Or you can read some other tepid impressions from other websites. Well, what did I write? Let's see. If you hear people call this game Anime Dark Souls, know that they're pretty right. First off... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, oh, that's... I wasn't very funny with this one. I'm sorry. Uh, Are you the one who fell off? Of yeah. The, uh, the... Multiple okay. times. I remember that. I fell into the wall. People's... That was fun. Yeah, people. I had people to jump out of the wall the so I could die. <laughs> it was good. But hey, good on that PR person for that spin. <laughs> I mean, that I is some hard spin. That. <laughs> that, that, hard. that is taking some rotten lemons and making a margarita. <laughs> like the game was just so awesome, we had to postpone it to try and make it more awesome. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was so it was so amazing. Positive feedback, by which we means here's how you can make this game not suck. Man, our game is a dumpster fire. We better fix that. <laughs> hey, I guess if it was all negative feedback, like this thing is terrible and there's no way you can save it, then they might have just canceled it. No, they're too invested. Oh, come on. They would have just put it out. I don't know. Based on what I see, I don't feel like anybody's actually put any work on it yet. Hey. That's a little harsh. Um, <laughs> so the Atelier Arlen trilogy, yeah, was announced. All right, for... don't look at the story. What three games are in the Arlen series? Uh, Verona, Totori, and Mirror. You got it in one. Good ding. job. Ding ding. It's coming to PS4 and Switch. So in Japan, in Japan. but but <laughs> yes, we are. So Koi Tecmo Europe was like, <laughs> hey, guys, we hear you when you, we know you want this. Wink, 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 wink. Um, that sounds like uh, the way you just delivered that line sounds like they're being sarcastic and saying, oh, yeah, you're totally going to get it. You're not going to get it at all. No, no, no. <laughs> so you think uh, they were just hinting very heavily? No, they, they, they all but said, all but this said coming. it's coming. Yes. Okay. Good. I guess. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> so what's it for? Switch? Switch and PS4. All right. So, um, like, we got, like, a, a plus version. So we got plus versions of this on the Vita, and then there was, except like, a... For, pl- except for Rorona, that got a plus version on, on the PS3. 3DS. PS3 as well. Right. Like, an upgraded version. Yeah. Because it was... That was the one that was, like... Uh, that was the first one, and it was kind of broken. And then they uh, did the plus version on the PS3 and Vita that added the uh, battle system from the later two. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the first one didn't have MP. <laughs> it oh, used your health when you. Right. Yeah, the first PS3 used your health when you used magic. Yeah. 
So basically, the, these have all had later upgrades, and now they're putting them together on the PS4 and the Switch. So we're going to get these. It's just a matter of when. They I, just I announced the, the new um, Atelier game, which I'm sure we're going to get to later on, um, for North America for early 2019. So we're probably not going to get this until like next summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I find it amusing that they keep going back to the Arwand well, but not the Dusk trilogy. Because the almost Arwand like trilogy like is super popular. Really? Yeah. Super, <clears throat> super popular. I, and and I'm not surprised by that. That was the three that I played, and I haven't. I have the so, entire Dusk trilogy sitting on my shelf, and I haven't if, touched it. If these come out on the Switch, I will buy and play them again. I would be tempted to. It depends on what's going to be out at the time. I would. I would. I would prioritize these personally. Huh. So yeah, because I, I probably wouldn't, because I've already played them two to three times between the. PS3 and Vita, oh, but yeah, yeah they were and, really good. And the next story is Nelkia and the Legendary Alchemist is coming to, to North America and Europe in early 2019. And it's going to have all the Atelier characters from those games. Yeah, so <laughs> it's coming PC via Steam, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. And so, not oh. via Xbox. <laughs> so yeah, when when they initially announced this, they said PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, and then they very quickly walked that back. Yeah. Wait, what did they walk back? Xbox One. Oh. <laughs> like suddenly surprised us. We're like, whoa, is Xbox getting weird little indie, you know, weird little small JRPGs? I'm like, no, no, they're not. <laughs> and can you blame them? Yeah, no. Um, I, I would be curious to play the Arwen Trilogy on Switch again just because that would be a nice, very chill, before-bed kind of game. Yep. And I can't wait for this new one, too. Yeah, this one looks cool. So the, the, they announced that it's going to have Verona and Totori, um, Furis from Atelier Furis, which I didn't care for because the Vita port was broken. Jeez. Um, trying to pronounce Atelier names. Razulixi Meitzen from Manakamiya. Indurk Jad from Marie. That sounds like Atelier a Dr. Marie Who and villain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Starkenberg! Uh, Starkenberg is back, yeah. Yay. And so Pepperoni yeah, Chino. Like, yep. Yeah, sounds like everyone is going to be in this game. <laughs> Lots of popular characters. What about Fromage from your game, Anna? No. Oh. Um, we also got a new game announcement, um, Element Space. Um, so, what is that? So there's a new publisher. They're called Inca Games. Okay. And um, they are focusing on publishing Latin America developed games. Oh, cool. Yes. I, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really neat. And so um, Element Space is um, literally a spacecraft. Um that kind of flies around and the idea is is it's an art it's a consequence it's a, a choose your own adventure oh, RPG. choice and consequence is choice and consequences yeah, okay yep. so it's, it's got, rpg yes and yes. You, uh, and you make choices and you, you mess up and feel sad about the choices you make. yes okay. and then yeah. you can play it again all right because it's like a 10 to 15 hour game and it's intended to be replayed so that you can make new choices okay yep 
So coming to PC via Steam um, by the end of the year. And they're looks, thinking about other platforms. Commission in combat? Kinda. Hard to tell. <laughs> but yeah, it looks cool. I sneeze. Bless you. She sneezed again. I sneeze squared. The one squared would still be one, so you didn't see sneeze squared. I sneezed it. it. Oh, okay. I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, we're wait, up to Pillars games. of Eternity 2. Hey, they, they announced an expansion. Yep. Come in as a surprise to nobody. Hey, an expansion for our new popular game. It's known as Beast of Winter. It will take the Watcher and Company to the southernmost reach of the Deadfire Archipelago, where they encounter a doomsday cult bent on having the Watcher fulfill its end times prophecy. Free update to the game has also been announced. The Deck of Many Things is the name of the 2.0 patch. It will bring bug fixes, game improvements, additional challenges, uh, a mysterious ship that sells unique magic items. And uh, both of these things will come out August 2nd. I assume there's some sort of season pack that'll get you the expansion. Maybe not. I don't I don't know for sure. Um, oh, right. That's right. We went over this a bazillion years ago about pre, you know, what version you're getting with your Kickstarter or not. And whether or not you got the expansion included and stuff. Oh, man. Well, here's the expansion. Uh, how much is the expansion on its own? Did we not cover that, apparently? Do we not know? I guess we don't know. Cool. Uh, Beast of Winter. See if I can find this for you guys at home there. How much is Beast of Winter? Googling Cold Front isn't going to tell me anything. Well, yeah, that's not the name of it. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get a lot of wishful thinking if you do $10 right now. This is the first of three $10 expansions, or you can get them all together for a $25 season pass Whew. in addition we have a story about behemoth and dragoons coming to monster hunter world more monster hunter world we should have bundled this earlier but we didn't it's okay i'm just happy the recording isn't broken capcom and square enix have confirmed the release date for the behemoth title update for monster hunter world that's the uh behemoth from final fantasy so it's coming august 1st and that's when chris might be coming back to monster hunter anna um be- Beyond that, they're also going to have Moogles, Cactuar, and Dragoon Armor Set, and a Kula Yaku that has stumbled upon a Final Fantasy crystal in its hands instead of the normal pottery or rocks that it picks up. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that's what we know there. I don't know, does that mean that the Final Fantasy fourteen is getting Monster Hunter stuff around the same time? Did we not have a story on that, I guess? I, I don't think they said. I don't remember saying that's that. That's when I need to resubscribe to Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Just play both these games forever. Who needs more games than those two? No one is the answer. Kickstarter checking. I'll, I'll tell you why when we get to the briefs why you need more games than just those two. Okay. First, we have a Kickstarter called Crying Sons. All right. Here's how they describe it: a roguelike and uh, excuse me, a roguelite and tactical game where you explore a dying galaxy as the admiral of a space fleet. Ow. And, uh, okay, let's see, it is, it has a demo that you can download and play for free. It has a big old HD trailer that's really loud, as Anna can attest to. And, uh, you have, a you get to explore the, uh, the stuff that you're doing. I don't know, it's, it's all, bunch, bunch it's of combat hex-based. on hex grid. Yeah, hex grid yeah. spaceship battle game. They want 30,000, they've got it already. 
Um, if you want to get the game, it's going to cost you 15 euros, which is about $18, and it's a full package copy. I don't think that means physical. I think it's just you get the game, <laughs> and you get uh, your name in the credits. And if you want to give them lots of money, 1,500 euros or about 1,750 in U.S. dollars, be a hero package. And you get to uh, choose a name for one of the f- playable Empire Hero characters. Uh, you, they'll be they'll design that character based on um, a picture of you, and your name will be in the credits as a hero. Um, you also get to name a non-playable character. Some of the other bonuses that you're also getting because you're donating so high. Uh, non-playable characters of the game, you get to name one. You get to name a ship. You get to name a star. You get a digital copy of the game, digital copy of the art book, physical copy of the art book, digital copy of the OSD, access to the beta version, and five HD wallpapers and access to exclusive news and updates. So check that out. See if you want to back it or not. The choice is yours. But it looks like it's going to happen anyway. Well, at least it's going to get funded. <laughs> Can never be sure if they're going to finish it. Oh, Kickstarter. Josh has a impression up of Shining Resonance Refrain. You can no, he check. doesn't. No, that's Alex. Anna, Alex does. Alex, ha- somebody has an impression up of <laughs> Shining Resonance Refrain. I don't know why I thought that was Josh. Sorry. And we did JRPG Week 1 Roundup. So you can go read everyone's week one roundups and basically get impressions for all the games they're playing. Um, Sam did her backlog in the year. Where's yours, June Anna? Edition? What do you mean? I don't see yours in this write-up. It's you just write down it yesterday? near the bottom. Zway, Olden Sphere, Alliance Alive, Radiant Historia, Disgaea 3. Uh, Olden then... Sphere? No. Olden Sphere's no. near the top. Is that you? Yeah, it has my name above it. Oh, then what, was, what were you writing last night? Olden Sphere. Oh, I thought you were writing about... Oh, okay. I was writing next week's, because it's going to go up in like you two You were days. writing next week's. That's yes. what I thought. Stop lying. Are you gaslighting me here, Anna? <laughs> I was still writing about Odin Sphere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gaslighting you. I'm so confused. <sighs> Josh, you did a deep look of the new Donkey Kong DLC for Mario and Rabbids. Yes. Did you talk about this in the now plane? No, because I wasn't playing it. Oh, that's right. Because oh. it was like three weeks ago, and there was like a whole right. bunch of shows in a row that he wasn't on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it good? When it doesn't it... crash. Oh. Oh, God, yeah. The crash at the end in the very last boss battle. Yeah, that was pretty awful. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's more... If I'm bored it's... by the regular game, am I going to want to play this? No. Okay. That's what I want. Not at all. All right. If you If you weren't crazy about the first game, this doesn't change anything that will you know, change your opinion of the overall game. If you enjoyed the first game, it's another six hour world to play through it. Like it's still got the exploration, still got the puzzles, all the little things, you know, all the little weird nooks and crannies to find that they, you know, uh, put between the different tactical maps. Uh, The tactical maps themselves are a little bit more, a little bit smaller than, than that. They took out, you just have Donkey Kong, uh, what is it? Rabid Cranky and uh, Rabid Peach. So you don't have any sort of ranged character. There's no snipers in this game. So everything is really about movement becomes in, you know heightened importance, and the maps are a little bit smaller because of that. Mm. But it, it you know it's different. It's okay. It's okay. if you like. Is yeah, it funny? You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beepo is fantastic again. All right. I really like Beepo. All right. That's the that's the Roomba. 
Yeah, the the, the Roomba that talks and okay. kind of does all the talking. All right, good. And then finally, in the editorial block, for some reason, it says WoW's pre-expansion patch launches launched on Tuesday the seventeenth, or launches on Tuesday the seventeenth. Hope you got your yeah. Mage Tower appearances. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say when you said you only needed Probably two games for the rest of your life. And one of those you should need be three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So, what? Who got rid of it? I moved it down to briefs because that's what it is. It's okay. not an editorial. I thought I, put it, I thought I put it in briefs. Well, I moved it. Don't worry about it. I fixed okay. it. No matter what happened, we're good now. Oh, um, and then a game got no, leaked. No, I have a question. That's relevant to... To WoW? Because I have a WoW no, question. No, to Josh. All right. So, so there's going to be an official press release next week, but it got leaked. God Wars 2. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I saw that this morning. Yeah, that look, that's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Okay. I know. And people I are excited about this now. I mean, it sold really well for them, so I assumed they were going to do a second one. Yep. Can I play it on a system that isn't the Vita? Um, how yeah, about it's the coming out on Switch the 4th of September. Is how it, about is the it... PS4? Switch yeah, you PS4? can play it on PS4. Okay. I played it on PS4. Do we own it on one of those? No. Oh. I guess I'll use the Vita TV. <laughs> Got to use it for something, right? It's there in case my Vita ever dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's there for. It's in a drawer. <laughs> Poor Vita TV. Oh, oh man, I wish somebody loved me. <laughs> we need a we need a second Sophie switch, don't you. we? <laughs> we need a what? We need a second switch. Don't oh, we? we probably heading that way. Yeah. The switch pressure increases in this house day by day. But I've got Metroid Maniavania to keep tied me over, Anna. Don't worry. All right. God Eater. Wait. Oh, what? I'm dying to know your wow question. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about it. What do I need to do before this patch hits on Tuesday? And do I even have a chance of pulling it off at this point? Mage Tower. Um, Yeah, Mage Tower. I'm not sure if like all of the high gold follower missions are going to go away or not. Um, you might want to get a couple of those in just to get your last little bit of gold. And um, I don't know what you're doing with professions these days, but all of the professions are being split into their respective expansions. Okay. So um, if you've got alts, say what? Split into their expansions. I I, I don't yeah, know what you um, mean. All of the professions are going to be so that each expansion has... Well, okay, did you do cooking in Mists of Pandaria? Yes. So do you remember how it had like the different cookings, like the Master of the Ways and Yes. Or it's gonna be like that with with um professions from now on. So you're gonna All I remember from Miss is that I had to collect a lot of tokens and train Nomi. Well well no that that's just an example of what it's like. Okay. So basically you don't have to grind out all of your professions just to get to the latest expansions profession tier now now they each have their own progress bar and so their then own why recipes. do i care about leveling it up now if you want to gather well if you're gonna make anything on alts wait until the expansion comes out okay or wait till the pre-patch comes out so that you're not wasting your mats because like i have a um 
level 110 that I boosted that I got into engineering for no other reason than so I could use the uh, auction house in Dalaran. So I'm going to start trying to make stuff on her, like the portable bank and the portable mailbox and stuff like that. Okay. So th there's that. There was something else that y he made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. Uh... Oh, uh, first aid is going away. I didn't know if you knew that. What's going away? First aid. First aid. Well, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, first aid is being rolled into tailoring and alchemy <laughs> now. So now even fewer people will have the bandages they need to be able to solo. Yay! But, but bandages, to be honest, un unless your certain classes are kind of useless. Okay. I always found them to be useless. I would rather take that um, silk and make bags for money. I, I don't even know anymore. Like, all right. So we get nothing. So they're taking it away and we get nothing. Well, who cares? No, nobody listening to this cares. All right. So <laughs> I should go to Wowhead and find a guide of things I can do before the pre-patch, right? Yeah. Um, their YouTube channel had just like a patch survival guide. Who, Wowhead or Wow? Um, Wow had a patch survival guide. Ooh. And what me and my husband do is that we take screenshots of our bars and of our oh, like action bars just to see like what talents and um, other things go away. Because that's the other thing, too. Most of the artifact talents are being rolled into baseline now. So you're, um, as of Tuesday, your artifact weapon is going to be useless. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Well, useless in Isn't theory. Isn't there going to be a storyline where they, they get rid of it somehow that makes sense, I think? Well, or... they already did that storyline where, oh, you take the oh. where you take the artifact and you use it to suck the life out of the sword that got stuck oh, in. Oh, so I need to go do that. Right. Yeah, you need to go do that. All right. Is that going away during the pre-patch? I'm not sure. Okay. So I should do that pre-pre-patch, probably. You, you might want to just in case. Oh, I'd have to resubscribe. Anna... Are you going to play any of this stuff? She was playing her demon hunter. Well, yeah, but I mean, is she going to do any of this pre-patch stuff? Nah, I don't give a crap about you any of it. She don't, I thought you liked story. And all these pre-patch things are story. Well, not all of them. Some and, of them. You don't care. I, all right. I think if you pre-bought the expansion, um, at some point you're going to be able to do the... Uh, the pre-story where you invade Lordaeron and um, that's this patch. Tell your soul. That's what? That's coming out on Tuesday. Yeah, that's this According to this patch. guide I found. Okay. The yeah, burning so. of Teldrassil and the battle for Undercity. Yeah, so barbecue at Teldrassil. Bring marshmallows. Bring marshmallows. <laughs> Gosh. You don't want to go burn the tree down, Anna? Mm. You don't care? Well, they're both... Aren't you two alliance? Oh, she's got a moose. Okay. I, I'm Horde, so mm -hmm. time to go burn the tree. Time to burn the tree. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a uh, that's, uh, wow. All right. So let's see. We have a lot of briefs. What's going on with this? We've got God Eater 3 info and screens. What's the info? Do we care? Uh, there's info for God Eater 3. Oh, if you want to hear, see like uh, character introductions. Oh, I hate wasting your time with that stuff. So go go check that story if you want that. Hand of Fate 2 is coming to the Switch next week. 
Um, this really should go in the new release section. So we'll come, we'll t turn around to that. Noah Mund. Noah Mund? Noah Mund is coming. To, oh, this is another new release. Okay. Um, yeah. Aren't we in the briefs? This is the briefs. Yes. I, yeah, but the new well, release is later. Oh, it's already out? The 12th. The 12th. Noah Mund. What is Noah Mund? It's inspired by classic JRPGs like Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. Yeah. That's a good sign, but a lot of things are. So let's take a look at this. It looks indie. It is indie. Estudio Abrega. Okay. It does not look like Chrono Trigger. It does not look like Final Fantasy Tactics. So I don't know. Um, watch some reviews, I guess. <laughs> Read some reviews. Do we have one? It look. What do you think? think? So. It looks what? It, it looks indie. It looks indie. Okay, so that could go. We have no idea. All right, great. Glad we can inform people. Star Ocean Am Animan Ana Anam Anime Nemesis Anime Nemesis Anmane. Anamnesis. Anamnesis. Anamnesis? Anamnesis. All right. It's free to play iOS Android. So you've probably already lost interest. But it does take two years after Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. And uh, you you control the captain of a starship. And stuff happens. So, yeah. I, I want to maybe try this. This, okay. this might be my way to enter the... Star Ocean series again. Oh, God. Oh, oh, again. Okay. I was about to say, if this is your first Star Ocean game, what a way to get into it. Yeah, really. I, uh, I, I played... Um, um, Did you play Star... the good ones or the not so good ones? Did you play Star Ocean 2 on the PlayStation, Anna? Uh, yeah. I there played, you go. I played the... Did you get to make really disgusting-looking salads no, that I failed? Played, I played the PlayStation 1 one. The one that that's crashed. What I, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, it crashed. Yeah. I got tired of crashing. you make very, very low polygon food. Yeah. And then I was like, meh, I'm good, It thanks. turns into spikes if you mess it up. Yep. Oh, we released it for Cosmic Star Heroin. Yes. When is it? Uh, August the 14th. Unless you're you. Unless you're me, because I have it already. Anna, <laughs> Anna, who has a good relationship with the developers of this game, has a character named after her in the game, went to the limited run Twitch channel, entered a drawing, and got a debug version code of this game. So she's already got it on the Switch. Yep. Anna, by the I'm way, still who's waiting in for my... this game, has not played it yet on any platform. I'm still waiting for my collector's edition. Okay. Me too. I think it ships in August. Um, last I checked on the site, it was supposed to be July, but oh, August fourteenth. No, 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 no. August fourteenth for the digital Switch version to come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And there's a ten percent off if you pre-order the digital version. But we're talking about the shipping oh, date the for the PS4 and Vita versions that Limited oh. Run Games already did the pre-order for. When is that? That's what we're not sure of. Okay. Here's something I am sure of. Phantom Doctrine's actually coming out soon. Oh. This is that tactical RPG thing. That we've that we played keep, twice. That you've played a couple times at like PAX and stuff. Yep. And uh, it's coming soonish. So August 14th. Okay. 
I don't know if you actually want to play it, Anna, but... I'm uh, not interested in it. It's not my kind of game, but good for them. You did well in the demo. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Skelter well, 2, how about that? Yeah, it's All still right. not released. It's still not announced for North America. Oh, so. well, they have a pre-release, pre-launch trailer out for Japan. If you want to see more footage of the game and be sad that you don't have it or any announcement of when it's coming here. Uh, Trail Tales of Vesperia Anime Expo combined to have a trailer for that uh, definitive edition of Tales of Vesperia that's coming to like every platform um, where every platform is PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So you can watch that trailer to see some of the snippets from the uh, definitive enhanced version or whatever. Um, I don't know which version they actually captured the footage from. But you can check that out. Edge of Eternity has some screens and some information you can check out. And uh, it, it's one of those info dumps about characters and stuff. Um, we do know that it's turn-based trappings of combat. You have a grid, um, a top-down hexagonal things. It looks cool. You should go check it out. And there's a fluffy bird-like creature. So it's it's very important that uh, you have uh, bird creatures for your for your game, right? It's a chocobo. All right. Anyway, you can check that out. Screenshots, too. And we have uh, Rend got an early access date. Rend is the faction-based survival title. <laughs> so you can you check that out on early access in Steam if you want to be part of um, some sort of RPG that's one of those survival, gather all the ingredients, punch a tree, get wood sort of games and end up having guns. You know how that stuff works, right? Punch a tree? Uh, that's Minecraft. You punch a tree yeah. to get wood. Have you never played Minecraft, Anna? Um, Not even a little? Not for a very, very long I mean, time. You literally, you punch a tree and to get some wood, you punch a rock to get some rocks, and you, you put it together to make an axe or whatever, a pickaxe. Okay. That's Minecraft. Yeah, okay. Bard's Tale 4 has a date. It's coming out in September. Uh, do we have a specific date or just, yeah, September 18th. Um, this is going to be four versions, so they've got the standard versions, $28, and uh, then you can stack on higher tier editions with like digital novellas and maps and stuff for 111 if you want the top end. Whew, that's crazy. Go check out the trailer and uh, see if you want to go pre-order those versions or not. Your choice. Uh, September 18th again. And we have Brig 12, whatever that is. It's coming out in August. Uh, Brick 12, it's a new turn-based RPG featuring card collection mechanics. Oh, it's on my list now. Um, how does this work? Brick, brick, brick. You are in the role of a clone of a legendary bounty hunter. Um, they are tasked with assembling a crew to travel the universe. So, is this a roguelike? Sounds it's like free a... to play. Oh, it's free to play? What it says. Free to play turn-based RPG. So, this might actually be... Oh, is this going to be one of those mobile things? Hmm. In development for know. PC. Free to play on PC. That's going to be weird. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll check it out in August. And Fall of Light's coming to consoles. That is from indie publisher Digirati. They're bringing the action RPG Fall of Light from developer Runehead. And it's coming to consoles. So let's see. We got. Uh, it was out in Steam in 2017, so now it's finally coming to consoles. Fall of Light Darkest Edition for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch will hit later this summer. 
and there will be a limited PS4 physical edition, which you can get through Play Asia exclusively. Figure that one out. Because <laughs> it's probably uh, Southeast Asia print. Okay. That's weird. It is the debut title from the developer, Runehead again. It follows Nyx, an old warrior on a journey with his daughter, Ether. Ether is an indigo child who radiates luminescence, and the two aim to find the last place on Earth still touched by sunlight. What? Well, if she literally radiates light, why couldn't... Why do you need sunlight? Okay, well, whatever. So, there you go. It's already on Steam, so you can go read the reviews of the Steam version. I don't think we ever covered that, did we? I don't remember it, that's for sure. So... It is a third-person action-y RPG thing, if you're wondering what it's like. so. Okay, that's it for briefs. Boxers? Nope. Questions. Okay. So what Feedback. thing can you just not handle happening in a video game? Uh, this came off of Kelly's aversion to having cats be injured. Injured in any way. Yeah. Yep. So what so are the answers, So we ask people Anna? on Twitter. Yeah. And Twitter said, I hate it when games take... Uh, so, Daniel, Ninji, says, I hate it when games take away the weapons you've used or have spent a long time improving, and thus chucks a section of the game at you to get through without it. And Brian says, First person, real-time spiders or giant insects. There was a meter counting the number of times I mashed vats in Fallout 3, 4, and New Vegas in third person that I would have probably have burned millions of calories in each game. <laughs> Someone give me context here. What's that? I don't know. Just, I in all in any game, they don't like real time spiders or giant insects. What's vats? Oh, oh and Fallout. That's the trigger. Yeah, that's targeting hitting, system. Yeah, that's hitting a space bar, so you can pause and then target stuff. Oh, does that give you like a it's better Vault Tech assisted targeting system? Ooh, uh-huh. that sounds nifty. V A T S. Ah, nice. Yeah. Okay, and that lets you kill things dead. Um, yeah, it lets you target better. It also means you can shoot using a more turn-based ish style of combat, and instead of you know first-person shooter controls. Gotcha. If you're more of a RPG player instead of a first-person shooter guy. It's kind of how they try to walk the line between the two for people who are more into RPGs of the old Fallouts. Gotcha. Yeah. What else we got? Let's see. Who was this? I don't know who wrote in with this one. First one was Lord Golbez. Lord Golbez says, I don't ha- think I have one of these deal-breaker things. Uh I, my deal breaker things would have to be pervasive rather than incidental, like that creepy game you guys are reporting on that wouldn't won't get localized. Oh, sh- um, what the oh, the goth um, the labyrinth cue or yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's some things that that one scene that one scene could be bad enough, but it would probably be such a rare thing that would need a does the dog die type reference to look for it. It would probably be something bad enough to come up in reviews. Okay, I wouldn't need a does the dog die. Yeah, so. It'd have to be so. So, in other words, the things that he wants to avoid are things like Witch in the Hundred Night. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that's what he was talking about. Sadly, that one did come out here. Yeah. (laughs) Victor says, I generally don't care for extreme or graphic violence in games, and I'll usually avoid any game rated M. If I'm interested in an M rated game, I'll do a bit of research before I consider buying it. Yep. Totally with you on that one. 
Shaman says, as above, extreme or graphical violence. Also, anything written by David Cage. <laughs> Shots fired. Ouch. Bobby Watson says, scenes of torture is usually a good signal that a gay movie TV series is not for me. It's why I stopped watching 24 and Game of Thrones. Extreme or very graphic violence is something I try to avoid as well. Also, yeah. ca- also cats and dogs die. Game Game, <laughs> Game of, of Thrones, Thrones is just it's kill- dead on all counts. Game right? of Thrones got to be way, way, way too much for me. I and it started it. way too much for you. You just hoped it would get better. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's accurate. All right. Strawberry Egg says intense graphic violence in video games or movies and TV shows, for that matter. All right, and then that's it. So if you'd like to leave feedback for this week's question of the week, you can do the following things. Email us at podcaststarpygamer.com. Call or text us at 608-729-4098. Post in the show thread over at rpgamer.com. Or go to the Discord channel at rpgamer.com slash Discord. And it'll, uh, it'll do it. So... What should be our question of the week this what week? What Modern Tales game should pause play? Okay. We already came up with it. So there you go. Also, join us, rpgamer.com slash discord. Come join our discord. Come chat with us. We talk about JRPG July, and we have various channels like Alice Mitt, Alice's Mecha Palace. <laughs> and I post lots of Zvice screenshots there. Yes. And you can get updates about the stories that we post. We have a channel that just um, puts them out when we update the site. So it's really easy to to see. And we we tell you when we go live for things like streams. And you can give us feedback and talk with the staff. Yeah, it's fun. Come hang out with us. Yay. We have cake. We have cake. Disclaimer, we might not have cake. No. All right, what are you going to play this week? First, got to know what's coming out. So we know that Hand of Fate 2 is coming out for the Switch. We know that Adventure Time Pirates of the Enchiridion are coming out for PS, or PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Tanzia is coming out for the Switch. Toho Genso Wander Reloaded for PS4 and Switch, which I'm surprised I didn't find in my research how did i miss that one okay um and we have uh holy potatoes a weapon swat uh, a weapon shop a weapon swatch is coming i believe that's switch right must be yeah because it's out on everything else already i think um and uh kelly sonic media plus yes. is coming out this week tell you what now sonic Sorry, mania plus is coming out this week you don't say. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely miss that, you know, given that it's written 20 times in the show notes. Oh, but... it's more than 20 times. It's four columns I didn't, of I didn't six, exactly so that's count. 24. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But did you type out each of those, did it, or did no, you copy I pasted and paste? it? <laughs> okay. Then you weren't really serious. No. Uh, yeah, I wasn't serious enough. I'm sorry. But yeah, I can't wait for Sonic Mania Plus, and 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 I'm getting my manual, finally. Yeah, sorry about that. No, that's okay. Stuff happens. I I will never be a jerk to somebody that's giving me something for free, because that's just rude. Um, rude. when I worked at 
when I worked at a radio station, I used to get like free posters and stuff, and I'd I'd mail them to my friends. And the second that they got rude to me, it was like, okay, you're, I'm just gonna put that at the bottom of the mail pile, and you're probably not gonna get that anytime soon because you were rude to me. So yeah, don't be rude to people giving you free stuff. Oh shoot, okay. <laughs> Kelly laying it down. Oh, because it's rude. All right. But so what are you going to play this week, Kelly? Probably a little bit of Sonic Mania Plus mm-hmm. and then more Final Fantasy X for JRPG July. And uh, I'm going to probably give Shining Refrain another week before I decide to keep that up or switch to Octopath. Mm. Anna Marie, what about you? Um, Shining Refrain. Okay. Just just shining refrain? You're not going to give up on it? No, I'm far enough at this point that there's no point in giving up. I got to the five-hour mark, which is when I decide whether I'm going to continue with a game or give up on it. And I was like, mm, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Okay. Josh? It's going to be more Zvi and Octopath. Octosvi. 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 I will continue with Strider, and then I will probably move on to Ori and the Blind Forest. Or I won't do anything. We'll see how this week goes. I got a lot or of work to do. you'll fix a computer. I'll fix a computer. Well, it's been working for over like an hour and a half now, so it might be fixed. I'll have to figure or out what I... you could have just jinxed it. I don't know what I did to fix it is the, <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> I have ideas, but they're not great. That's it, everybody. Thanks for watching us. Uh, just so you know, you can catch us live every week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, unless we're really late and have a bunch of recording problems like this week. Woo! <laughs> 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, over on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. Kelly, Josh, Anna Marie, and you, dear listener. We're going to catch you next week. Uh, any parting words, anyone? Uh, thank you for having me, like always. Aw, that's so Fun. polite. All right. Okay. No one else? All right. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.